Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest-growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. You know I have my favorite morning beverage in hand, and that would be Carmel Macchiato, and I am ready for real talk, real topics right now. I hope you have your favorite morning beverage in hand, too. So if not, grab it real quick and get yourself together. We have a few more minutes before we start this awesome show this Saturday morning. While you do that, let me share with you what's new coming up on the show for us in the weeks to come. Just Tell Soy is the segment. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And what it is is an opportunity for you to spill the beans. Now, this segment is not for advertisement. It is motivational or inspirational only. Humor is always welcome. Now, what you'll do is call into the show. You will be provided two to three minutes to share an empowering experience, story, or message. If you're interested in participating in Just Tell Soy, just visit the website. That's right, Coffee Talk with Soy, and visit the contact form and share that information there. We will reach out to you and provide you with a day to call in and share your empowering or humorous message. That's what we do on the show. We're always trying to inspire people to live healthier, happier lives, one listener at a time. That's our motto. Well, all right, moving on. Brandon B. will be my co-host today. He's in the cafe with me. Brandon, welcome to the show. Say something to the people. Say something to the people, B. Hey, hey, people. How you doing? They are listening, B., and I think they was expecting a little more. Uh, he gave y'all his sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted to save it. I wanted to shock him a little bit, but since you said, you know. Shock him, really? Okay, B. Okay, I hear you. We're going to shock them. Attacking the enemies of your success is our topic of discussion this morning. And in the cafe is Johnny Campbell, a million-dollar sales producer, keynote speaker, and author. He is also the founder of Rise Up and Win International, which is an organization that helps people turn their challenges into breakthroughs and their products and services into profits. Well, what does that actually mean, Soy? I'm glad you asked. Johnny helps people provide strategic direction leading to a win-win. Johnny gained his team management and sales expertise in the industry of insurance, where he worked as a corporate sales trainer and participated in leading hundreds of people through multiple corporate downsizing and mergers. We're lucky to have Johnny today. He has now transferred those skills into providing organizations with customized programs 
on leadership change, conflict resolution, success, sales, training, marketing, and a host of other communication skills. Johnny's ongoing mission is to help people overcome the personal and professional challenges of life so they can have more success, more money, and more happiness. Let's welcome to the cafe, Johnny Campbell. Good morning, Johnny. How are you? I am doing just fine. So I am so happy to be here with you and Brandon B. and ready to share some things to help people get moving in their life. You are definitely a warrior because he like he is ready. So he, if he is giving uh, information, content, lectures, and writing books about attacking the MNR, the enemies, you best believe that he is ready to be a warrior. So <laughs> I'm glad you're, <laughs> we are ready to listen. All right, that sounds great. All right, so now when I, I hey, so, so I had opportunity to, to go to your website, y'all, and his website is riseupandwin.com. So go there and, and, and get more information about his background, what he's done, and what he is doing. If you're interested in booking him, you can get information um, there, riseupandwin.com. That's where you can find information about Johnny Campbell. So, Johnny, I, I really appreciate having um, an opportunity to explore this conversation with you because I, I feel like I may learn about some enemies that I may have um, stopping me from getting to where I'm trying to get to in life. So I, I appreciate getting ready to get into this conversation uh, with you uh, this morning. When did you know that this will be a topic that you will have to deliver? Well, one of the things that happened to me was that I had the opportunity to be invited to do a TEDx talk. And when I was deciding to do this TEDx talk, I was deciding on a topic that a real idea that I knew people could grab hold to, but also that people could truly relate to at the same time. And so over time, I began to really think about it, and I realized that most people in their life, where they've gotten to in their life and what they've accomplished has been because of the enemy. Something that has stood in their way has really pushed them to fight and to go forward. And what's happened to us in today's day and age, we've forgotten that enemies are a good thing. But at first, we have to understand that sometimes these enemies are what hold us back at the same time. So when it comes to being successful, it's not always thinking about success. It's thinking about the enemy of your success that helps you become more successful. So I said, that's why I'm going to deliver this talk about, you know, the enemy of our success and how to work to overcome it. So when I think about, when I think about the enemies of, of, of success and when I think about it personally, I, I may think about time management as being the enemy of max success or certain actions I did not take. Other people may think about things as procrastination, laziness, not having enough money. Some people say, well, I'm not successful because of my money or because of my marriage or because of my children. And so when we, mm -hmm. when we get into the root of talking about these, identifying these enemies, are, are, do you agree that those are enemies of, of success? Well, those, yeah, those, are, those are the byproducts of your enemy. See, that's the whole thing. Mm. What we sometimes focus on are the byproducts, procrastination, and uh, we have, you know, distractions. These are byproducts of the core issue, and the core issue that we're normally dealing with has to do with these enemies, doubt, worry, fear, comfort, perfectionism, and even success. These are sometimes the core of where the issue starts. 
And what we normally are always facing are the byproducts of it. So we're always fighting byproducts, but we never go to the root of the problem that we're dealing with. And that became my mission was to help people focus on the root of their problem so that they could resolve all those byproducts that occur in our lives. Mm. Doubt, worry, fear, uh, you believe are the root of the problem. Yeah, that's, that's doubt, worry, fear, and also success can be the root, can be the enemy of your future success. How is that? How does that? I'm confused, Johnny. How is that? Because once we become successful, we can become complacent and content. And when we become complacent and we become content because we're successful, then we start to not want to take those same risks anymore. We don't want to expand ourselves anymore because we feel we've made it to some point. But in our life, we were designed to grow and to improve. And if we're not growing and improving, we're decaying. And so we have to be careful with success that even though we're achieving it, we have to continue to be striving and being hungry for more opportunities in our life because success, because success is seductive. Mm. And when you get too successful, you don't see other people coming for you because you become too content where you are. So how do you, oh, so wow. how, at this point, so how would you stay hungry? Well, here's the thing. Now, this is where we really, you want to get deep. Here's how we get deep fast here. Whenever you start to think about being successful in the area, of course, you have to know what you want. If you want something else, of course, you got to know where you are. That's obvious. But here's where it gets really critical. In order to maintain this level of hunger and success about whatever it is, you must develop emotional integrity toward the thing that you want. Now, what in the world is emotional integrity? That is the emotions inside of you that drive you toward achieving what you want. But what's going to drive you? These three areas. Emotional integrity is built upon a person saying, I have something to prove to myself, I have something to prove to others, or I have something that I want to protect. Anytime you see people who are truly successful and continuing to strive, it's because they always have something to prove to themselves, they have something they want to prove to others, or they have something they want to protect. Now, what do I mean by protect really quick? Some people will say, I don't have anything to prove to myself or to anyone else. Well, you, that means you've got a whole lot to protect because somebody's coming for it. Someone's going to come and get what you have. That's why you have to protect. So people with kids, they will do whatever they have to do to protect their kids. That's what gets them to drive toward the things they want for their family and their life. So the key is emotional integrity. <laughs> mm, I definitely see that. I definitely see that. Soy? I, I, I'm sitting here thinking about myself, and I'm thinking like, okay, what do I have something to protect? So is, is that a good thing? Is that, is, is that a great thing to, to, to be in that place? Well, that's a, that, absolutely, because when you're trying to defeat the enemy of your success, then emotional integrity is what you're going to have to have. You really have to have that. Like, I'm going to prove to myself that I can accomplish these new things and overcome this enemy, or I'm going to prove to others that they were wrong about me because I want to overcome and be successful, or I'm here to protect something that I have. That emotional integrity is what drives you and builds your resiliency 
so that you can keep doing the things necessary to de- to defeat the enemy of your success. And remember, an enemy can be a person, a situation, or a thing you're facing. So sometimes people think enemies are just people. They're not. They're situations in our lives or they're things we're trying to overcome. So it can be any one of these three things, but our emotional integrity is what gives us the drive. Because a lot of times people say, well, I need to be motivated. Motivation is an internal thing. And emotional integrity is what's driving your motivation and your resiliency to keep going. So somehow while I'm listening to you explain the emotional integrity and motivation, I can't help but to hear, uh, and I keep seeing the word insecurity play into this. How, how does it or, or, or does it not? Well, it's like if, if you're confident in where you are, yeah. Yeah, if you're well, confident in where, where you where, are. Uh, where? I'm sorry, say, say that one more time to me about insecurity. Well, I'm just kind of wondering, does that fit in? Does that play a part? Because when, when you think about or, or just hearing you explain uh, the emotional integrity, I'm thinking about, well, when, when do you become secure in, in what you're doing? You believe in what you're doing and you keep going for that and not just to prove something, you know, like when you're chasing something, are you following through because it's your path or are you following through because you're continually trying to prove something to the other person? So how, how does that play out? Well, security, like one of the things is first, there's really two different things here. One is that we sometimes have to have this emotional integrity. We have to prove something to others, protect something, or to prove to ourselves. That gets us driving. That gets us going in our lives here. Because a lot of times we kind of get content and we want to slow down and we want to stop. So that's where that works in our life as far as, you know, this personal drive to, to succeed. Now, you're talking about, you know, feeling securing yourself. Securing yourself comes from the ability to have confidence. And having confidence comes based on your education, your training, your experiences in a particular area. Those are the things that build your confidence. But confidence and security are built on accomplishments. The more things we accomplish, the more secure mm-hmm. we will feel about ourselves. So we have to continuously accomplish things and that's really what we as people are built to do we're ne- we were never designed to be complacent we were always designed to continue to grow and to develop and it's only through growth and development that confidence and security continue to be maintained the moment we stop growing and developing you will start to grow insecure about where you are ah Oh, you on to something, Johnny Campbell. You you really are a change agent. <laughs> well, you can tell I've you I can tell like I've thought it. about this and I've lived this. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, speaking of living it, won't you share uh, just just a few of your experiences of how you have managed to maneuver through these concepts and how it's worked um, for you? Well, the first area of my life was that I. Once I graduated from school, college, I moved into the insurance industry. And I worked in the insurance industry for a little over 10 years. And during that time period, in that time, I was a part of five downsizings and mergers. 
So for those that don't know, that's where companies buy companies, people get laid off, not because they were bad people, but because the company decided they didn't need that position anymore, therefore they don't need that person anymore. And that's a very Mm -hmm. insecure and a very nerve-wracking time period because you have a lot of insecurities about yourself and your future. And during that time, when these mergers and acquisitions were going on, I ended up getting moved into a training department. And I got moved into the training department because they wanted me to help the two companies come together based on culture and technology. In other words, they said, we all need to learn how to get along better because we're, we're buying this company and they need to know our culture and we all need to get along. Well, that's a, that's a recipe for change at its mass, on a massive scale. And I didn't have anyone to train me on how to be a change management guy. So what I did was I started thinking about the core principles of really like how people receive and embrace change. And from there, I started to talk to people about what we were doing here. And I started to tell people simply, we're not going through a change. We're merely going through a transition. And I'm going to be your transition man. And that's how I got my name, the transition man. And I'm going to guide you through this process so we can all come together. And and all I knew at the end of the day was we all had to come together in order to make this work. And so I started to talk to people individually and as groups. And I started to learn principles that really people grab hold to that help them come together. Then I learned principles that cause people to be divided from one another. And so I really started to apply the things that would bring us, the organization, together. And so culturally, that was my job, was to train them on how to navigate the new world that they were living in. And that's kind of where my experiences come from. So when people hire me to speak, I always tell them, I don't have any certifications in change management, but I have a PhD in leading people through change. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. All right, then, for that. So how does somebody know that it's it's time to change? So what I mean by that is do do I have to go through a downsize? Can Can I preemptively change? And how do I know that it's time for a change or that maybe the downsize is coming or that maybe I should branch out and do my own thing? How do I know that? Well, really, it comes down to the person. It's not just an organizational change, but in your life, if you're no longer satisfied with where you are currently at and where you're standing, now it's time to start making a transition in your life. If there is uh, something that you want to fulfill in your life, like some people say, you know, I want to pursue my purpose in life and do something bigger and greater. And whenever someone tells me that, I always think back and I say, what do you exactly mean you want to pursue your purpose in life? Your purpose in life has always been the same no matter where you are in life. Your purpose in life is to serve others with your gifts and your talents. So your goal in life is to develop your gifts and talents big enough that you can serve the people you want to serve. So if you want to change your life, you have to develop yourself so that you can go out and serve the people you want to serve. It's not chasing a purpose. It's going and finding the people you want to serve. That's where fulfillment and significance comes from. So that's what I try to tell people all the time. I'm like, you have to find who are the people you want to serve, not I want to find my purpose. Who do you want to serve? And then once you know who you want to serve, you have to develop yourself so you can serve those people and move toward that place you want to be in your life. I get that. Mm. So at that yeah, point, but it's, yeah. No, please go ahead. Oh no, that's all. It's just 
I, I, as a speaker, you hear a lot of people say a lot of stuff in our space and personal development. And I just became a person that asked a lot of questions about, like, what does that mean? And I began, and sooner or later, I realized that I was the person that needed to find out what that meant. And so now I, sp- I spend my time and share my time really helping people, like, unlock their own personal growth and really find ways to be more successful. Like, I'll give you one more real quick. There's, a, there's always these out there, like, there's always these comments that people will say, like, you know, like, when people talk about failure, and they said, why do most people fail? Well, most people do not fail. Most people quit. Failure is a byproduct mm. of quitting. Most people uh-huh. don't fail. They just quit. And if you quit, then you will fail. Most people in life, when they're doing something, find themselves defeated. But defeat doesn't mean the end. Defeat means it's a new beginning can start again. If you quit, now you will fail. But if you get defeated, you can try again. You can fight another day. And that's really what I tell people. I said, are you defeated or are you quitting? Which one is it? And if you're defeated, I can work with you. If you're quitting, it's over. I can't do nothing for you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I found amazing on your um, site was that how you talked about uh, the attacks. Uh, of the enemy. So now that we've kind of went through identifying what what some of those enemies are, um, how do you how do you begin to attack them? Well, well, once you know that they're there, then you start to become the thing that they're doing to you. In other words, the enemy could be using procrastination on you. That could be the tool that the enemy's using on you because you procrastinate or you feel distracted. Mm-hmm. So suddenly you have to say to yourself, okay. I'm going to have to become more focused at what I'm trying to do. I'm going to have to suddenly think about things in a new and a different way. I'm going to have to get more education. I'm going to have to get more training. The enemy is always going to use something. He's going to attack you from your weakest point. And so, like, you have to focus in and say, okay, how is this happening to me every single time? How am I self-sabotaging myself? And then you say, well, I need more people around me that have certain skill sets. Or I need some I need some more education and training here to avoid these things from happening in my life. See, also what and what drives you to fix it is that emotional integrity again. I got something to prove. I got something to prove to others. I got something to protect. That's what drives you to say I'm going to go out and get and get more education, more training, more experiences. I'm going to invest the money I need to. See, your emotional integrity is what gets you to do the work to defeat the enemy. Because I can tell him, I can tell somebody exactly what to do and they still won't do it. But if they've got emotional integrity, they will then apply the methods and strategies I'm talking about. Mm. So, so what's the, what's the one thing? So after you've identified, <clears throat> after you've identified the enemy of your success, what is the yep. absolute mm-hmm. one thing that or the first thing after that point that you need to do to start achieving that success that you want. Okay, so once we okay, we've identified the enemy and we know exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing. Now we go mm-hmm. back to the traditional things of this. We say to ourselves, okay, where am I currently at right now? Based on what's been happening to me, where am I at? The next step is saying to ourselves, okay, what do I really want to accomplish? 
Okay, that's the that's the vision or the goal. What do I really want to accomplish? And then you say to yourself this third question, what standards do I have to live by in order to accomplish the goal I really want to accomplish? Because right now I'm not where I want to be. So you start telling yourself, what standards do I have to live by? And those standards have to always do with education. It has to do with training. It has to do with mentorship. It has to do with you taking actions on things. You know, that's, that's what it comes down to all the time. You have to live by a certain set of standards in order to be able to overcome the enemy of your success. And there's always a model out there of standards that you can go by in order to accomplish the goals that you want. For example, like if someone says, you know, a lot of people say, well, my credit's really, really bad. And, you know, and I'm not able to do anything that I really want to do with my life because my credit's bad. So the enemy of your success isn't that your credit's bad, it's that you've got, you got some income issues here and how you spend your money and the way you're spending your money. And, in, and, that, and all of that is causing you not to have the credit you want. So we mm. have to figure out what standards will you have to live by in order to improve your credit score. What things will we have to do? Is it earning more money or is it managing the money you have better? What is it? We huh. have to identify that. Then we have to identify your spending habits. Then we have to identify the things that can boost your credit score. These are the standards that we have to live by in order to overcome this enemy that's keeping you from the things that you really want to have in your life. Things you can do and you start to win because you know what the enemy's doing to you to defeat you. You may have that spending urge. Got to fight that too. So we had to figure out what yeah. you can do to get yeah. over COVID. I still, I, see, I still want you to go shopping. I just don't want you to break yourself when you do go shopping. That's it makes you feel good. Right. Well, you know, well, you know me and Soy were just talking about that. <laughs> you know what? You should this still is, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is this has been an awesome, awesome, awesome information. Lots of content. I think I may have to listen to this again just so I can get, um, <laughs> just so I can just pick up the pieces that that I've missed. Johnny, it's been wonderful having you in the cafe today. It's been an awesome exchange of information. We thank you for sharing insight, tips, and tidbits on uh, being able to identify the enemy is also sharing information on how to attack it. So for more information, y'all visit Johnny's website at riseupandwin.com. Thanks, Johnny, for being in the cafe with us today. We appreciate you. Also, a special thanks to my co-host, Brandon B., for sitting in with me. He's also sipping on his favorite morning beverage, and it's been a great experience. Thank you. I just love this show. Coffee Talk with Soy, that is your new morning show, where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's now available by iTunes or Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected by visiting the website, www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us on your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.